0: True story. When I started thinking about this episode, I was wearing a t-shirt with the motto, I'm not antisocial, I just prefer to stay at home. It featured a turtle on the front, and turtles are my spirit animal because they can always draw into their shells and be at home. The Myers-Briggs test says I am an INTJ, which stands for the introverted, intuitive, thinking, and judging personality type, the architect, or if you prefer, the evil mastermind. The evil mastermind part is not a term put forward by the Myers-Briggs folks, but it seems to fit, especially when you know Professor Moriarty and Elon Musk are supposedly INTJs. One study I found estimates that female INTJs make up only 0.5% of the population. Yay me, I'm a unicorn. What it really adds up to, in my case, is someone who always... Always feel socially awkward, no matter how well I fit in. But I'm also an intuitive thinking sort of person who is hyper self-aware. That means I know I need to make connections. No matter how much I want to be alone. So today we are going to talk about writers making connections because it's important. And whether or not you are also an INTJ, there are plenty of authors who are introverts. So I hope this episode will help you come out of your shell to make connections. Hey, Writing Pursuits authors, welcome back to the podcast To those of you who are new, I want to extend a special welcome. My name is Katrice McKee, and I'm glad you're here. If you are a writer seeking encouragement, information, and inspiration, this podcast is for you. Let's get to it. Let's start by figuring out why making connections is important for writers. First, if you don't connect with readers, there's really no reason to publish your writing. You need to understand their needs, wants, and desires. You need to understand what they want to read. Once you have a set of readers, you need to nurture your relationship with your readers if you want to sell more books. Second, you need connections to competent editors, cover designers, and other service providers to produce the best products possible. Third, you need to connect with other writers because other writers are the only folks who will fully understand your daily struggles with words and other writerly chores. Your spouse won't get it unless they write too. Your kids won't get it. Face it, the majority of your family won't even read your books. You need other writers to support you through it all. Let me amend this. You really, really need to connect with other writers in your genre. You can enjoy meeting a romance writer, but if you write hard science fiction, that connection is unlikely to help your writing business. Find folks, let's call them coopetition, who cooperate with you to cross-promote and critique and create great books. Fourth you need to connect with agents and publishers if you are not interested in being an indie author. Fifth, it's a good idea to make connections with library staff members and bookstore owners, no matter if you are an indie author or traditionally published. And did I mention connecting with readers? that's the most important thing. Okay, so making connections is important, but how do you go about leaving your shell to make those connections? We could spend an episode on each of these tips, but as an overview, here are eight ways to make connections for authors. One, Writing communities. If you live near a city, then more than likely there is at least one chapter of a writing organization that has regular meetings where you can meet other authors. If you live in a rural area... Um Then maybe not. However, there is nothing to stop you from joining a national authors association like RWA, Romance Writers of America, or SFWA, Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America, or the Mystery Writers of America, or the like. These associations have online forums. Tune in to your genre, get to know your peers. Two, conferences and workshops. Even if you can't find a writing community, you can attend conferences and workshops. Usually these are not free, but I have never been sorry that I paid to attend. Here's the chance to meet authors you have heard of, editors, agents, and future collaborators. Some conferences offer pitch sessions and mentoring. All workshops and conferences give you the opportunity to meet people with similar interests. Make sure you get contact information from people you meet and then follow up. Three, social media. Find author groups on Facebook and search for authors on Instagram and TikTok. Interact online. For groups, be sure to read and follow group guidelines. No spamming and self-promotion. Get in there and interact. Try to contribute and be sociable and respectful. If possible, create posts yourself. When someone follows me on Instagram, I pop over to see their posts. If it's nothing besides sale, 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 I don't follow back. It is entirely possible to strike up virtual friendships and get to know your peers long before you have an opportunity to meet them in real life. Four, literary events and readings. Check out meetup.com and Eventbrite and count library calendars and bookstore announcements to find local events where you can meet other authors. Also, there's nothing stopping you from scheduling an event of your own to connect with local authors five critique groups my first critique group had about seven authors from all over the united states and canada we found each other through an online message board made available through our mutual writers association my second critique group was established the same way you need critique partners especially when you're starting out Take every piece of advice with a grain of salt. It helps to find authors at or above your level, but honest, thoughtful critique from any serious reader is worth its weight in gold. Take the advice you can use and ignore the rest. Critique groups help you forge long-lasting relationships with your peers, connections that are meaningful. Make sure your critique group has clear guidelines and expectations before you join. Writing Pursuits is run by Kathrice McKee, who has been trusted by fiction authors since 2014 to take their writing to a new level of excellence. Kathrice is a three-story method certified editor who specializes in story diagnostics, coaching, and line editing to help you prepare your story for the journey ahead. For more information, go to writingpursuits.com. The link is in the show notes. And now, back to the podcast. 6. Collaborations. Okay, this is definitely something I have not done personally. I don't think editing a couple of anthologies counts, but finding a collaborative partner is a great way to advance and challenge your writing skills. Collaborating is something I want to do once I find the right partner. Check out a couple of resources before you get started. Collaboration for Authors, A Complete Guide to Collaborating, Finding a Partner, and Accelerating Your Author Career by Daniel Wilcox and Jay Thorne. And also, Co-Writing a Book, Collaboration and Co-Creation for Authors by Jay Thorne and Joanna Penn. I will put links to these in the show notes. Seven, Mentors. I mentioned finding mentors at conferences, but of course you can find them other places. If you find a mentor or take part in a mentoring group or mastermind group, you'll progress more quickly than you would on your own. When you find people who suit you, these connections can last a lifetime. Eight, your newsletter subscribers. The moment you finish your first best short story or novella, put it out there and collect email subscribers. Seriously, before you publish your first book, publish a lead magnet, set up a free MailerLite account. And the moment you get a subscriber, start sending out a monthly newsletter. A newsletter is your best way to forge personal connections with your readers, your tribe, your niche, whatever you want to call them. You need to connect with your readers and keep the connection fresh. Entertain them, inform them, infotain them. Every once in a while, send your readers an exclusive chapter or short story. It is never too late to do this. If you haven't started a newsletter, put it on your calendar and set to work. If someone writes back, make sure you respond. And guess what? You never have to leave your house to send out a newsletter. What a great deal. In conclusion, I'm certain I haven't covered every method for writers to make meaningful connections. Today, we've discussed why you need to make the effort to come out of your shell to make connections with other writers and readers. And we covered eight ways to increase your odds, writing communities, conferences and workshops, social media, literary events and meetings, critique groups, collaborations mentors and last but not least your newsletter subscribers if you would like to connect with me find me on instagram at writing pursuits podcast how do you make writing related connections leave your answers at writingpursuits.com forward slash podcast forward slash 60 that's all i have for today until next time keep writing my friends keep writing thank you for listening to the podcast today If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a star rating and follow the podcast. If you're new around here, I hope you will sign up for Writing Pursuits Tips for Authors, my newsletter that comes out most Thursdays when health and life permit. That link and all the links mentioned in today's episode are in the show notes at writingpursuits.com. Please join us on Wednesdays for new episodes and keep writing, my friends. Keep writing.